0: You're listening to Huddle Up, a football podcast. Each week, Tony Dyer leads the huddle and tackles the hottest topics around the NFL.
1: He's joined by guests from all around the football world, bringing their insights and reactions to the news and
0: noise of the National Football League.
1: Subscribe now to join the huddle. Welcome back to Huddle Up, a football podcast. I'm Tony, joined by Corey and Daniel, as always. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, last yep. last week was the running back week, and this week's the wide receiver week. We just did another show with uh, the best wide receiver duo, so if you haven't heard that show, definitely look for that and, and watch listen to that one too. Uh, today, now we're going to do top 10 or 11 or 12-ish wide receivers for fantasy football for the next year. We, we wrote down 12, but the list was probably going to bleed on a little bit, so, and that's fine. Anybody have anything they need to say before we get started here? Like any news that we missed between five minutes ago and now?
0: Uh, Dak Prescott is leaving Adidas for Jordan Brand.
1: Is that for real?
2: Yeah, just yep. saw
1: that. Wow. Only
0: The only quarterback Big, with, huge with Jordan. News 17 minutes yeah. ago. And 39 minutes ago, Jordan Love said he definitely will be ready to start week one if needed.
1: Oh, wow. That is news. That's all I got. Okay, that's, that's pretty good, though. Oh, wait,
0: wait, 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 wait. The Charlotte Hornets and the
1: Timberwolves are eye- eyeing Miles Turner. Okay, we're, we're, losing, we're losing it now. But the first two <laughs> things were really good, actually. I didn't expect to have this much news. Um, wow. I mean, we're actually really impressed with that. So, <laughs> Okay, so major brand change, and Love is ready to be the quarterback. Okay, got it. Top 12-ish wide receivers. Tyreek Hill was number one. Uh, what we did is it's the same as we always do Corey and daniel and i all rank our top 12 ish and we have to go on longer if somebody's not included hard to explain but we just rank our wide receivers and then average those ranks and that's what we've got here is our consensus averaging at 1.67 the only one with a one was tyreek hill um i i think that speaks for itself but daniel why don't you lead us off this time tell us about tyreek hill
2: uh I mean, he's got the best quarterback in the game, so that's that's a great start. Uh, he doesn't have a whole lot of other weapons to compete with yet. Uh, as far as the wide receiver core, the only other guy that he's competing with is uh, Travis Kelsey, as tight end. And then Clyde Edwards-Solaire I feel like is going to be a little more involved in the passing game this year. But Tyree Kill, I think, I was trying to look this up real quick while you were talking. I was going to try and confirm this stat. Um, he... Ah, oh, he did not. He scored in every game except for two, is what I was trying to look at. No, no, never mind. For a while there, he had scored in every game, so I thought I'd heard that stat. But he finished with 15 touchdowns, 1276 yards. Didn't have a whole lot of catches. So I think um, you know these these rankings are based off like PPR uh, point per reception. Yeah, of uh, course. So he finished with 80 87 catches, so he's not you know top five of the catch you know, category, but I mean, he's got Pat Mahomes. And if they both stay healthy, he's going to finish one, two, or three. So the odds of him finishing number one are super high with all the touchdowns.
1: I was the only one of us that ranked him one. You both ranked him. Which is, second.
0: That's very interesting. I,
1: I, yeah. I didn't see that coming, but it ultimately it's a very consistent environment. That's what I'm big on in the preseason. Uh, Patrick Mahomes helps a whole lot. And just like you said, Tyree Hill doesn't catch a lot of balls. He's not a volume guy. He's an absolute playmaker, and he's just to me. He's one of those perennials. I'm ranking him number one in part because I would take. He's my number one pick of wide receivers available, and and that might not. Be, that logic's not going to hold true as I go down this, but I'll put the most amount of risk in Tyree Kill because I think the reward is there. I think the upside is significant. Number two, Devonte Adams. Um, Corey, you had him lowest, so let's ta- let's turn this one to you, Corey. Daniel had him one, I had him two, you had him four. Why do you hate Devontae Adams?
0: don't hate Devontae Adams. I This just comes down to the fact that Rodgers may not be there. So if for some reason you're drafting right now, I don't think you should put all your eggs into his basket. I still think if it's another quarterback, he's going to be their go-to guy and should definitely be productive and possibly be a top 10, top five guy. So... Other than that, uh, I mean, I still don't love him as number one, even if Rogers stays. So I kind of left him here at four, kind of a, uh, a nice little medium there.
1: How high up would you move him if you knew for sure that Aaron Rodgers would be back?
0: Uh, with my ranking? I mean, yeah. I guess I'd leave him here. Good question. My top three guys I like better.
1: Okay. There you go. It's fair enough. That's fair, fair too. Daniel, anything to add?
0: Yeah. Yeah. He-
2: it is completely contingent on aaron rodgers obviously because if devonte if if aaron rodgers does not you got to figure devonte adams is still going to be somewhere in the top 10 just based on volume but he's going to be like you know nine or so
1: if it's not aaron um, rodgers Devontae adams is probably outside my top 20 i mean he falls that drastically top
2: 20
1: probably so i would say that might be the extreme i have to, I have, to I have to look at it it's a deep there's a really lot of there's a lot of wide receivers he would not be in my top 10 and that could guarantee you that much. Uh, well, I, we, we kind of had a half discussion about Michael Thomas. So this is the same thing. It's the same thing, but you got him uh, near your top ten. I would argue Michael Thomas is a better player. That, and, uh, okay, we've seen uh, we've seen other things. Alan Robinson's a guy who I think squeaked in on the list, and he's a guy who has great talent that never played with a quarterback. Maybe Devontae Adams could be that guy, uh, but it would completely freak me out if Aaron Rodgers wasn't there. That's all I'm saying. Yeah,
2: but if Aaron Rodgers is there,
1: if he's there, yeah, I, I've got him too. Devonte
2: yeah. Devonte Adams is one of the most dominant wide receivers in the NFL. He was out two games and then got hurt early in one. Okay, so he didn't even play all the games, and he still finished tied for second in the league in catches, eighteen touchdowns. Okay, missing basically three games. 18 touchdowns and thirteen thirteen seventy four in yards. So incredibly dominant. That's why he's my number one if Aaron Rodgers is in. There's no one standing in his way. Like I said, he doesn't have anybody else to throw to.
1: Okay. Um so Tyree Kill one, Devontae Adams two, number three, Stefan Diggs. Corey, did you go last time? Or was that Daniel? I, eh, I don't care. I, well Yeah, it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Corey, take this one.
0: Uh, consensusly, we have Stefan Diggs at three. I've got him at one. Um, I, as a Colts fan, we watched Stefan Diggs and Josh Allen's wrath in the playoffs and they're the real deal. Um, they, they've got really good chemistry when Josh Allen's in a chaotic situation, he's able to find him. Stefan Diggs makes incredible catches on the sideline, burned us over and over in that game. And, uh, I could be wrong. Was he wide receiver one last year?
1: No, nope, Three. Oh, wow. Okay. That's incredible okay. though. 15, That's fine. 1500 yards, 1500 yards. And he was wide receiver three.
0: I I'm st- I'll still keep him here. Um, I, I just love the combo. I, he's the only guy there and he, he absolutely torched teams last year. Torched them.
2: Yeah. It, you mentioned, Wide receiver three with fifteen hundred yards. He also led the league in in catches, Tony. So he led yeah. the league in catches with one hundred twenty-seven, and then wow. he led the league in yards by over a hundred. It's the touchdowns. Yeah, he had eight touchdowns, but he's still just so incredibly dominant. I didn't see it coming, to be honest. I was a power on it. Stephon Diggs. I thought he was not not old, but you know, not you know one of the young bucks. Uh, changes teams changes quarterbacks, has to build a rapport all over again, no off season, and he comes out and just lights the league on fire. And so Stefan Diggs, to me, is kind of an injury risk still because I feel like he's still always hurt. But, I mean, like I said in the top two guys, and a lot of these guys that we're going to talk about actually in like our top seven don't have another guy on the other side that is threatening them. So nobody else on the Bills, I mean, Josh Allen throws a lot. And it's Stephon Diggs, and then everyone else is kind of just morphed into this this blob of you know wide receiver threes, tight ends. So Stephon Diggs is going to be incredibly dominant again this year for sure.
0: Stephon yeah, Diggs. Yeah, and I think I think your argument or what you said there, Daniel, kind of solidifies it. If he has the same production or production this year, I would expect the touchdown numbers to go up. For sure. Yeah, yeah. I agree.
1: Yeah, totally. And when we're talking about a PPR setting here. The touchdowns are very, very important, but to have 120 t- 20 receptions, receptions, not targets, caught the ball 127 times, and you get the yards on top of that, that's big time for fantasy football. And the PPR scoring, it, it, you, you kind of convinced me in some ways. I'm, I'm not willing to change it. I had Calvin Ridley one higher. He's the next player down. He's the, our fourth consensus wide receiver. Most of the things that you said about Stephon Diggs resonated with me with Ridley. Now that Julio Jones is gone, it's Calvin Ridley on a high-powered passing first offense with a bad defense. That's the difference between – that's really the difference between the Bills and uh, the Falcons, in my opinion, is that the Bills have a very good defense and a mobile quarterback instead of a statue of Matt Ryan. I mean, that's really the only couple of differences they have there, especially now they've got Russell Gage. What's the – help me with his name, Daniel, the wide receiver. Uh,
2: You're talking about Olamide. Yes, Zacchaeus.
1: yes. Zacchaeus I, didn't want to say his, I didn't want to say his name wrong. Him and Russell Gage, I mean, that's the other options. Ricky Michael Pitts, we'll see what we get Pitts. there.
2: Pitts is the number two.
1: Pitts, Pitts could be the number two, and very well could immediately, but can we plan for that? Even if he is the number two, Calvin Ridley is clearly the number one. And so that for that reason, I put Calvin Ridley at three, but he's our four. Does anybody have anything to add about Calvin Ridley?
2: No, nope. he was the wide receiver five last year with Julio. And, you know, there's just countless games that Julio Jones didn't play in because it's unfortunate that Julio had an injury-riddled season because I would have loved to see a lot of Calvin Ridley games with Julio Jones. And I feel like we kind of got about half. Um, but Calvin Ridley doesn't have the stature of Julio Jones. Julio Jones has been getting double-covered ever since he came into the league. Um, we've never really seen Calvin Ridley – He he does get double covered and he does do very well. Um, But as far as, you know, going game planning in on all year, it'll be interesting to see. But I think he's incredibly dominant. He had another 90 for 1,309. um, And he's been doing that ever since he was a rookie. He's been getting the majority of the touchdowns over Julio. So he's the more touchdown guy. Um, So that's why he's so high every year. He's the wide receiver five last year. So, yeah, I expect a big year from him with the only target in town.
1: I kind of felt bad only moving him up one spot. Because I feel like he deserves to be moved up higher, but it's hard when you're already number five.
2: Those guys at the top. I yeah. mean, it's, this is all hard because they're all so good.
1: And it's all interchangeable. Anyway, uh, one, yeah. two, three, four, five. Corey, you're up. You're up. Go ahead and take this one.
0: Uh, we've got DK Metcalf at five, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I love DK Metcalf. Arguably the best wide receiver in the league. He's got Tyler Lockett on the other side. <laughs> Uh, dude's productive. I've got him at number three behind Diggs and Hill.
2: Yeah, I wouldn't be shocked if two years from now we're talking about DK. You know, just undoubtedly being the best wide receiver in the league. He, he's six four, two thirty, and he he shows every bit of that. And he could he could literally be a Hall of Famer. I mean, there's not a lot of guys you'd say that about he is. even. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean even Devontae Adams isn't really a Hall of Famer yet I don't think but he's he's well on his way but I mean we could be talking about DK as a Hall of Famer I mean you guys you got guys that are super cocky that have already retired Terrell Owens talking about how he reminds him a lot of himself and I don't think To has said that about anyone in his life um so everyone knows I mean he passes the eye test every single time I hope the Seahawks just give Russell Wilson the ball like they did in the beginning of the year because DK was just absolutely dominating at the beginning of the year and kind of fell off at the end because they decided to run a lot more, which then they didn't win enough games. So I hope they I hope they have a good mix of the, of the two because I think DK is just absolutely a man among boys.
1: I keep thinking about that time that he chased. Who did he chase? It was like a eighty yard. It was, was
2: Budabaker. He picked. He, it was Arizona. It was an Arizona game. Budabaker picked uh, off Russell Wilson. It was near the goal line. Could have been within like the the ten. And had a huge lead on DK Metcalf. And DK just put on oh. the Jets and ran him down.
0: <laughs> just hunted him down.
2: It's so funny listening to the uh, <laughs> to the version where you can really see Buda Baker or you can hear him say, what just happened? He did not think he was going to get caught. <laughs> and he didn't slow up either. He sprinted the whole way just to make sure he would get there, and DK still caught him.
1: <laughs> so DK's five, yeah, he... DeAndre Hopkins six, which honestly was kind of a sad moment for me. I had Hopkins at five, and I felt like I felt – disrespectful almost to one of the greatest talents. I have him at five. I have him behind the other guys because of the options. This is the first time I think, in my opinion, where we're running into a team that has multiple options and, and a mobile quarterback to boot. Uh, I just feel like there's less to go around and there are more people to give it to. This is the first time. And, and Hopkins talent is elite and I'm not taking anything, anything away from there. But a part of the big part of me thinks that he'll have less opportunity than some of these guys ahead of them. And and Tyreek Hill's the exception. Tyreek Hill I, I'm a hypocrite because Tyreek Hill has plenty of other play of competition. But Tyreek Tyree Hill's playmaking ability keeps him at the top of the list for me. I I feel disrespectful to DeAndre, but do you guys share this kind of hesitation? What do you think?
0: I, I don't see the competition there. I was looking at their depth chart. I can pull it up again real quick, but I mean, Hopkins is still one of the best wide receivers in the league. I don't have his stats in front of me from last year either, but um, it was kind of an off year for him, right?
2: No. Even though it was he still had, dominant? He he was incredibly dominant. He finished tied for second in catches with 115, and then he finished uh, right under Travis Kelsey. So, I mean, the second wide receiver as far as receiving yards. The only variable is the touchdown. And, you know, Kyler got hurt in uh in kind of that latter half of the year. He hurt his throwing shoulder. So uh you know, their 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 stats kind of struggled along with it. But DeAndre Hopkins had hundred and fifteen catches for fourteen hundred yards. Yeah. I mean he finished he finished as the wide receiver four last year.
0: So that, well, that and super sneaky. Back to the depth thing, um yeah, the depth chart is DeAndre Hopkins, AJ Green, Christian Kirk, then Rondale Moore. So I mean I yeah, don't think dominant. AJ Green's a threat there. So he should be the the main guy. So yeah, that's I've got him this high. I honestly I'd probably like to put him above um Calvin Ridley at this point. Wait, I do have him above Calvin Ridley, never mind. I
2: think he could very well finish as a top two guy again. I mean, he he had he finished as wide receiver four last year, and that's like the sneakiest top five finish I've ever seen. Because no one's no one's talking about him, and everyone's kind of calling him, you know, kind of old and may, maybe you know over the hill kind of. But I feel like DeAndre Hopkins is just getting started with this Cardinals offense, and like you said, there's no one gonna be threatening him for targets. Maybe Rondale Moore underneath, but uh, yeah, I think Hopkins gonna have another great year. So next on the list is Justin Jefferson at seven set records as a rookie. Um, Obviously we all think that he's going to have a a great second year with uh, Kirk cousins and Adam Thielen. Um, I, I, I think he's going to have another great year. Ran routes. Well, Uh, what do you guys think?
0: Uh, For me, I've got him at seven. Also, He, he could be higher if he has the same kind of year, but he's just unproven for me. So, A little more risky than the other guys on my board.
1: Another player that I wish I could draft higher was Justin Jefferson. I wish I could put him higher. He's only got one year in the league. We all were like, hey, he's going to fill the Amari Cooper role. And then we're like, wait a minute. No rookie ever does that. That's not how it works. Well, guess what, guys? He filled the Amari Cooper role, and he did it flawlessly, like incredibly, perfectly, everything you could ever ask. Justin Jefferson is the real deal. I think that he's lower in this list because he's unproven. But, guys, I, uh, here we're, we're talking uh, receptions and yards here, 88 reception, 1,400 yards. We were happy with 90 receptions and 1,000 yards in a separate podcast. Now, here I am looking at a playmaker here. <laughs> you know, this guy is an absolute playmaker who can just absolutely capitalize on everything. He only had seven touchdowns. Maybe that's the only knock against him but he caught most of the balls that were thrown his way. He made big yards after the catch, and he's a dominant force. He's exactly what we hoped he would be, and we don't get that very often. So I absolutely love Justin Jefferson. It breaks my heart to rank him so low, but that's just, unfortunately, that's just where it fell for me.
2: Yeah, I had him at eight, and this is the first guy on the list that actually has some wide receiver competition, in my opinion, on the same team Um, because nobody else on this list, in my opinion, has a good wide receiver, too. <laughs> uh, maybe except for Seattle, right, guys? Yeah, um, right, right, yeah. Funny, funny joke,
1: Daniel. Yeah, funny joke, Daniel.
2: Yeah, hate Tyler Lockett. Anyway, moving on.
1: Wait a minute. Uh, Before no. we move on, Tyler Lockett would have been in our top 10 had Daniel not maliciously Great. ranked him 43rd. Daniel ranked him 43rd. So you guys can deal with the fact that you don't get to hear about Tyler Lockett.
2: I will do everyone in the crowd that is listening a favor. You're welcome. Yes. Thank you. We don't have to talk about Tyler Lockett tonight anymore. I'm done talking about Tyler Lockett. (laughs) Uh, Next on the list, number eight, A.J. Brown, who we mentioned just uh, had Julio uh, coming into town here, so threatened for some targets there. Uh, We had mentioned in the previous show that there's not a whole lot outside of those two, though um so obviously we think they're probably both gonna end up having a good year um and we all think that he's gonna have a good year wide receiver 12 last year uh he missed three games and a.j brown had 11 touchdowns in the last 13 games so we're talking about a playmaker here he had over a thousand and again we, we talked about um you know him him missing a few games but also them being a run heavy team he still had 70 catches Uh, for a 1,000 yards and 11 touchdowns. What do you guys think about A.J. Brown?
0: As much as I hate to say it, uh, he's a good wide receiver, Um, and I think Julio being there just helps him. I think he he will be the one. Julio will start to become the two there. Uh, He's just a blazer. He's DK Metcalf's little brother. They both came out of Ole Miss. They're both ripped. Uh, He's a stud. Allen Robinson.
1: Nope. Allen Robinson. I'm going to talk about Allen Robinson. He's our 10th ranked receiver. And to be honest with you, Daniel, if it makes any, if it makes any sense to you, I went ahead and bumped Allen Robinson up a couple spots just because I knew if I wasn't careful, you guys wouldn't let him in the top 10. How about that?
2: I saw that. I saw it.
1: No, I didn't. I really did think about this. And Allen Robinson, the only concern with me is the quarterback play. He's one of the, he's the last like alpha in my mind that doesn't need any support of any kind like, he's the, he's the guy. And as a result, because he's been on poor teams, he has been, he's his fantasy production has been stunted. I mean, they've just been bad teams that he's been on, but he always produces. I can't stop. I cannot stop with Allen Robinson. You'll draft him cheaper than this. I'm ranking him seven. If you take him as your ninth wide receiver, he'll still be there. If you think he's your twelfth wide receiver, he'll still be there. But I promise you, he's gonna finish as a top ten guy. I promise you, I absolutely promise you, he always does. It doesn't matter if it's Blake Bortles or fucking Mitch Trubisky. It doesn't matter. He's gonna. What about Cam be, Newton? Doesn't matter. Top ten. <laughs> uh, really? Cam Newton. I'd, I I'd could. Him, oh. I, Tony Dyer. Listen, Tony Dyer is five foot ten and one hundred and seventy <laughs> pounds. I could throw the ball to Allen Robinson for a thousand yards in a season. I could do it. I could do it. Wow. Anybody could do it. It's a bet. It's a lock. He's a top 10 guy. It, it That's is, what I have to It is. It is
2: nice. It is nice to think about the fact that Allen Robinson has never had a good quarterback ever in his whole entire career. He had Blake Bortles one good year. And you can argue that it was Allen Robinson that made the year for Blake Bortles. So he kind of came out of nowhere for him, but. He's been, you know, stuck in the Mitch Trubisky train and, you know, whoever Mitch Trubisky gets benched for, you know, Nick Foles, take your pick, whoever. But even last year, 102 catches for 1250 and six. Uh, the only reason I have him so low, and I think I have him at like 10 on my list in front of me.
1: You've got him at 12. Uh, You're uh, Chubb chub lover, right?
2: 12. yeah. So yeah. I, I feel like it's quarterback for me. He starts off the year maybe with Andy Dalton. Um, And then we mentioned Andy Dalton keeping CeeDee Lamb and Amari Cooper alive last year in Dallas, and he's not that bad. But I feel like Justin Fields is going to take over that that spot, and then he's going to have a rookie thrown to him. So Allen Robinson is going to be back in the mold of having bad quarterback play um, if if Justin Fields takes over sooner than later, and it's going to kind of tank his stats. Um, But next year, not after this year, but next year, um, Allen Robinson could be right up there, Tony, where you're ranking him.
1: Yeah. I think seven is his ceiling. I probably did rank him at his ceiling, but, but it was to make, I mean, I did do this intentionally to ensure that he was in the top 10 because I think he belongs yeah. there. I mean, it. I'm serious about this. I sabotaged this thing just like you did Tyler Lockett. Okay. If you can do it, I can do it. Right. Okay. I mean, yep. he, I think it's important that I, my message, as long as I have a voice, Alan Robinson is my guy. And he's going to be a top 12 wide receiver every single year. It's going to happen. That's the point of all this. That's the point of all this.
2: Yeah, I I'm, I don't mind talking about Allen Robinson in this top 10. But if we would be talking talk about Tyler Lockett, we would be talking about him over our next guy, Michael Thomas. And oh. then the guy we have ranked after that, Terry McLaurin. Do you agree with that?
1: I thought I agreed with that, but then ultimately I didn't. I moved Tyler Lockett down below... Michael Thomas, but not Terry McLaurin.
2: Oh, Terry McLaurin. I don't sorry. think he's going to be better than Terry. McLaurin. Oh my god! You
1: know what? Fitzpatrick is exciting. It's a one-year.
2: I, I did you a favor too.
1: It's a one-year deal here with Fitzpatrick, and we've we've seen what he's done. I mean, this man is Mister. This is the Frank Gore of quarterbacks. Like he's never going to die. He's never going to go away. He's going to like always be exactly who he was. It's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. And when he comes into an offense, he does bring some life into it. Terry McLaurin is somebody that's really, really exciting to me. I personally would prefer Tyler Lockett because of, you say inconsistency, but it is, there is some consistency with Lockett. And I'll look that up. I'll, I'll be willing to you know, uh, look into my own thoughts here. But McLaurin is fascinating. That's the point of this is with Fitzpatrick, mclaurin is even more exciting than he was last year so i'll give you that for sure
2: absolutely yeah he had his, his terry mclaurin's first two years he had dwayne haskins and alex smith
1: hey you watch your mouth about alex smith
2: <laughs> i mean i loved alex smith as much as the next guy but he wasn't you know any part of any powerhouse offense <laughs>
0: Wait, are we so, talking about Michael Thomas or yeah, Terry we, McLaurin we skipped, right now?
2: we skipped Michael Thomas. We did skip
0: Michael Thomas. Um, so we
2: could talk. Corey, do you have anything well, to add on Terry McLaurin?
0: And then we'll get to Terry our next Ma- guy. Terry F1 McLaurin's a dog. He's going to be up there. He could crack the top 10. Maybe he won't. We've got Michael Thomas at 10. We don't know what the hell he's going to do. He's got a new quarterback down there in, in New Orleans. He's, he should be one of the best wide receivers in the league. But I'm just trying to figure out how C D Lamb and Robert Woods aren't in the top 10.
2: Yeah, C.D. Lamb. Um, I have ranked at number nine, and Corey, you have ranked at eight. So, Tony, why do you hate C.D. Lamb?
1: I'm afraid of C.D. Lamb. I think for kind of the same reasons that uh, Corey mentioned about Justin Jefferson, he's just younger and no, no. Uh, I mean, maybe I'm wrong. I can be wrong. I the problem is who do I who do I put him above? I. Got, that's where it runs. I at this top end stuff here, guys these guys are all so good that, I mean, it's really, really hard to say how this is all going to pan out. And if Dak Prescott is who he wanted to be and the defense is as bad as I think it should be, although Jerry Jones did do a good job in the draft, I have to give him credit for that. He didn't go, you know, fantasy football mode here. He built his football team better. But if that defense, it's all based on that defense, for me, I guess that's the root of it. If that defense is stout like it's supposed to be, then maybe there's a little less passing game than we would would want to see. If it's all there, Dallas. I mean, we talked about this in the last show. Dallas could be the have the best wide receiver due on the league. I think it's very very possible. I just
2: Tony, just, let me ask you this because we're, we're I'm gonna have you compare Dallas and Washington, okay? Because I. I think that C D Lamb has a, a big window to beat out Terry McLaurin this year because of just kind of the way those two teams are structured. Washington has, you know, a top three defense in the league, maybe even, you know, could be one of the best statistically, like number one. And they want to run the ball with Antonio Gibson this year. JD McKissick gets a lot of catches out of the backfield. They add Curtis Samuel, um, who they're already talking about, getting you know, getting some some pieces there, but it's 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 Curtis Samuel, um, and then Logan Thomas, arguably a better tight end than anyone in Dallas right now. Or you have Dallas, who started off the year going to set the all-time passing record, as traditionally just a horrible defense. And Dak is Dak is back, so we have Dak versus Ryan Fitzpatrick. You really think that Terry McLaurin is going to finish the year above?
1: CD Lamb. Wow. Well, that's a compelling argument.
0: So I think CD I, takes it. I think it's just way too early to be ranking these guys. Honestly, I mean, it, it is, is it, way it too is. early.
1: <laughs> it, works, it is, you know, <laughs> way too early. I, I love early.
2: it. I love it. Here, let you let me, know, people are doing dynasty startups right now. Let me take a look. They need to oh, know. Hold on.
1: Let's say <laughs> I put. Um, let's say I put Lamb at. 12 instead of tyler lockett 9.6 he makes the list oh
2: there it is
1: but i wouldn't put him above tyler lockett so that's not going to happen he didn't make the list you've been listening to huddle up a football podcast Subscribe on your favorite platform and follow us at Huddle Up NFL and at Commissioner Mister on Twitter to keep up on the latest from the NFL and stay up. in the huddle. The huddle up. Team on three. One, two, three, three.
2: <laughs> Corey swoops in. I don't think we should be ranking these guys yet.